Don't talk till I introduce you. I swear to God. <laughs> Episode 28 of TNC The Premix. Featuring a very special guest. Kanye Wet Nope Taylor Howgie. <laughs> That's me. I got you guys. It's actually Taylor. It's not Kanye West at all. Slight let down, but I guess. Yeah, I I'd like to announce I'm not running for 2020 president. Ooh. <laughs> don't fucking, I, uh... don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that on the other side. Yes, we got to get through. We got to get through an ad. We got to get through <laughs> me dancing for a little bit. Uh, yeah, Act like you've listened before, Taylor. Uh, like Tyler said, uh, we're back for episode twenty-eight, and episode twenty-eight brought to you by Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, I would hope that if you uh, had plans to be out on the lake, that you might have already been in touch with Jim, and he's got your boat lift and your jet ski lift, and maybe your dock all set up for you. But if not, there's still time. Summer's not over. It's I mean, not. you might have missed the fun on the fourth, but uh, you know, maybe you just make it up next week. Next week. As I said, we got the sun's still going to be shining, folks. I hope. <laughs> I want to make it. Know that. <laughs> it is going to be your oldest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. If you need uh, need help with any of that, boat lift, jet ski lift docks any parts and pieces need uh installation removal need some sales um on any of those products uh or you just want to talk to jim about lakes because he has <laughs> a lot of knowledge about lakes so uh yeah you can give him a call 605-270-9426 or you can visit their facebook page it's waterfront docking llc or at waterfront docking all one word uh, yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time in the lake recently, a uh, lot, of, lot, of, lot of time on docks. Maybe you had a big girl like me on your dock, fucked it up a little bit, and you needed to get fixed. Fucking just call Jim. Give Jim a call. He will fix it. You don't want to have a broken dock for the rest of the summer. Please, please call Jim, please. Jim's five a great people, guy. If five you people want... don't mention TNC the premix when they call Jim – he has threatened to kill us. Just kidding. He's way too kind. But <laughs> Listen, let's start the goddamn show. Yep. Again, uh, you can call Jim, 605-270-9426. And with that, let's get into it.
like I said at the top of the show, folks, we have a guest. He's one half of TNT, the dojo. He is, you might, I have referred to him as intern Taylor a few dozen times. He is Taylor John Hauge. Uh, he will be joining us for a very special episode 28. So if you hear that voice, that's not my sweet harmonies. Cody's deep manly growl. It is my childish voice. Yeah. Also, Sorry. first time, long time. Glad to be here. <laughs> I was say. So, Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself. Wow. When did you get your period? Um, haven't gotten my period yet. Also, haven't hit puberty. Uh, 26. I actually my voice changed last week. Got really deep. I was really excited. Felt a ball drop, but uh, just uh, just wasn't feeling it. I'm uh, still still look like a teen. So. Taylor, Taylor liked to, uh, Taylor caught, he thought he caught COVID. <laughs> Had to test and everything. It was a very sad 4th of July. Got tested at, on the 4th, couldn't go out on the lake, had the quarantine. Was not fun. That sucks. Yeah, it turned out to be a cold. I'm a real pussy. Yeah. He, he texted me and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I think I have COVID. I'm quarantining. And I was like, Hey, by the way, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> I, I I'm can't already out at the lake. Yeah, <laughs> There's only like 200 people around me. It'll probably be fine. And I'm barely spitting on people. <laughs> Change your camera angle on me. I don't know. I just yeah. felt like I was behind the mic. You know? Oh, oh you have a fancy setup. Yeah. Thank you. Come. I started doing soundproofing back here and I only made the front. The front row. <laughs> I like the, I thought you were building a huge Chinese or a huge checkers board, not Chinese checkers. <laughs> Could have been Chinese checkers. I don't know how to play that though. You don't know how to play the little marbles? Checkers? Yeah. No, yeah. that's isn't that. Oh, I thought that was Mancala. Yeah, we've already talked about Mancala. <laughs> oh, Mahjong. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you just... <laughs> oh oh my god! I forgot to I forgot to set the timer. All right, we're in. But uh, yeah, it was it was a. Uh, how was your fourth, Cody? What did I do? Um, Those goddamn hoodlums quit shooting off fireworks in your neighborhood. I joined them, and then Ooh. we shot off a bunch. Yeah, I. Uh, I bought like I was surprised there uh, in Harrisburg. There's like three different uh, like fireworks stands, and the town's not very big. But there's like I don't know. Obviously, the margins on fireworks is like like amazing so you can buy them for like 30 cents and sell them for like 40 bucks and that's why oh god that's that's why you can like have a a, a place open like year round or you know just rent out a building yeah. but not use it for anything until like new year's eve and fourth of july whoa we can get fireworks on new year's eve oh <laughs> dog? my dog my dogs are barking <laughs> i don't know what's going on so you joined you joined the local youths and just fucking popped off fireworks in town. Uh yeah. So like Harrisburg, you could just shoot them off. Um, fucking sick. There was a house that burned down. Um, I believe it was a total loss. <laughs> but but but, um, they had cleaned up their fireworks and then put them in a trash can after they thought they'd sprayed them off. Put them inside oh. of their garage, and then the the trash can started on fire. And then I think it started the vehicle on fire. And then like the garage than the whole house but Jeez. i mean that sucks not, i mean why not just let them marinate outside in the garbage can so, so uh when we when we shot off a bunch um 
I went over to my neighbors because I was strategically going to shoot them off over there so it didn't make a mess in my yard because I'm smart. And so I went over there. <laughs> I went over there and we had like a bunch of the box ones that have like 16 or 20 shots. And they just, yeah. Like one of them, they got so fucking hot, the whole box just like started on fire. And awesome. so one of the neighbor's buddies just started stacking all of the leftover boxes. And pretty soon we had like, like a six foot tall tower. fire um, in the church. Fire tower. Um, yeah. That sounds safe. Yeah. And then uh, coincidentally, that guy left. Um, as the fire was at its climax so uh yeah we got it out we uh sprayed her down i got a little <laughs> trash bucket we brought it over filled it up but yeah i kept that outside because i was not putting that in my garage even though we soaked it but yeah Smart. sucks for those people that's a shitty deal but i don't think anybody was hurt but yeah i was a i mean a total fucking loss um but yeah you can show off fireworks big ones artillery shells 500 gram you know whatever you want there's no rules it's the wild west Dude, that's fucking no rules. I was saying, even in Madison, there's fucking rules, and we don't have a lot of rules, <laughs> at least that I obey. But uh, yeah, like you, you can't get a DUI on Sunday in Madison. Little known fact. Can't get a DUI during the day in Madison either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm legally obligated to mention TNC. The premix is not a lawyer, and none of these laws are actually true. I know you can get. Uh... A minor consumption or consumption by a minor in the middle of the day on like a Friday or no a Saturday for sure <laughs> on Trojan days I heard a guy, I've heard of a guy that got tackled by an off-duty cop um blew like a 0.24 maybe that guy shouldn't be so drunk in a Taco John's I'm assuming uh, man. Those chicken tacos couldn't just wait for your your friend. I think actually that I heard this guy that I know um, that I heard about. Um, he was actually so drunk taking shots of Captain Morgan in the dorms and couldn't find his way to the football field. Um, and if you know you where one of the sets of the dorms, th- yeah. Yeah, what yeah. you can see from the dorms. <laughs> yeah, he was going to go watch one of his friends, Matt Engelman, play football. Um, he didn't make it. So, well, shout out Matt. Shout out Matt Ice. Ice. He was def- defending Cody on the Facebook. <laughs> That's my guy. Did you think that? Did that lady ever say anything else? No, Vicky, I blocked her, deleted her. Fucking right. Get Vicky I didn't off. Actually, of, oh, <laughs> good. Which is really yeah, confusing because my aunt's name is Vicky, so you're confusing a lot of people. Well, probably like nobody. <laughs> three people that know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to guys want to talk some NFL? You got some NFL stuff on the docket? Yeah, some big things happened, not just in America. <laughs> Patrick, Patty Ice, Mahomes. God damn, I got to Ice. My Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. He is very, very wealthy now. Like impossibly wealthy. Like half a billionaire wealthy. I don't you have the, the stats on that, Taylor. Years. I was just saying, uh, Taylor, intern Taylor. Yeah, ten years, four hundred fifty million without incentives, five hundred three with incentives. Mm. To break that um, down, that's fifty point three million a year, one hundred thirty seven thousand eight hundred eight dollars a day, five thousand seven hundred forty two dollars an hour, ninety six dollars a minute, and a dollar sixty every second. Whew. Slightly better than my 
uh, my job. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm doing the I'm doing the math right now, and yep, Patrick Mahomes could pay to have me killed <laughs> pretty easily with like stupid half a, with like half a day's salary. God, that's depressing. Is that like this is a stupid question because I I don't know shit when it comes to contracts, but is that like the largest contract that's ever been paid to any it is, player ever? It is the largest sports contract in the world, from what I saw on ESPN today. Even bigger than all the crazy soccer players? It maybe it was just the American, but I saw it was it rivaled almost without because a lot of soccer players, a lot of theirs is with like uh, sponsorships and stuff. It's just like the biggest base salary in the professional sports. What about all the kids that stack cups real fast? More than them? <laughs> no, Those guys are still no around. Way, dude. No fucking way. <laughs> I was saying, uh, actually, this is something we didn't talk about in our pre warm up. Uh, Fucking, how does Joey Chestnut not get paid more than Patty Mahomes? No Joey shit. Chestnut, Joey Chestnut greatest, fucking mashed those hot dogs. Greatest of all time in his old age. Did you see Peter King getting his uh, annual shaming of yeah. the gluttonous pigs that are the, the Nathan's ma- dog eaters? It was magical that he just called it a sin. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like what, a, what a fucking tool bag. Well, you know, there's murder and then there's eating hot dogs on the fourth. So pretty right. It was in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, you could support the NFL where there's might've been littered with domestic violence and people murdering people. You eat some fucking hot dogs. You eat to the point of gluttony. No, 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 no. (laughs) Not on Peter King's watch. Not, not, not that day. Not that day. (laughs) We make our stand. (laughs) Like, like what a fucking dude! Like he saw people have being happy, and he was like, "Nope, not, not on Peter King's watch." That's his That's thing, though. He did that last year. Yeah, I think he does it every yeah. year. That's his thing. What a fucking oh, stays, weird stays relevant. What a That's weird hill to die on. Yeah, that's a good July Fourth tradition, I guess. Just shaming people that eat hot dogs. My favorite July Fourth tradition is getting very drunk on the lake and forgetting to put sunscreen on. And for the record. 30th year in a fucking row. I did it. That's right. I was drunk as a baby. You guys can't see because I'm podcasting in the dark, but I have a fucking rhino horn of a third degree sunburn on my forehead. Oh, it was magical. It, I, Tyler came Tyler came inside because I was quarantined. Oh, also, I should probably throw out there. I, I got negative. So if you saw me, I am negative. But Tyler came in from the fourth and just glowing red. But he had a snapback on. So there's just a circle oval in the middle of his head, just pure red. <laughs> I, I thought that was a shadow. <laughs> it's like a perfect semicircle. Like Dude, look at, that. <laughs> look at that. It's a trapezoid. Like, it's, it's beautiful. It is throbbing. You need to get like a flex. You should have had a flex fit on. You know? You had to have a snap bag. Well, I, I didn't think I was going to. I had sunscreen on originally but we were dropped off a little far from the sandbar and I jumped in expecting, you know, to, to be three feet deep. It was like 17 feet deep. So I, I landed full pencil dive and just hit the bottom and hat popped off sunscreen everywhere. Oh God. Yeah. So my skin is too tight right now. I'm just, I haven't, I haven't taken a hot shower since Saturday, only cold showers. Because otherwise my skin melts. I guess at least you were smart enough to, well, 
you were you probably weren't wearing the hat to protect your top of your head you were just wearing it to be fashionable i'm sure but at least you had a hat on because so, like i mean that's still gonna fucking suck right there <laughs> your little oh, it's not good your little hemisphere you got right there that's gonna suck but at least you didn't do like the top of your head too or the entire fucking thing yeah i was gonna say the the thing about my like my body is it's so used to sunburns that after like it just absorbs it after a day but the top of my head this one this area was not used to getting fucking sunburned and i hope it, it tans i hope it doesn't peel and go away i hope you just have a perfect tan half circle oh it's already it's already peeling man it, <laughs> it, it that skin is brown it is brown and crazy. It looks like I have a trunk of leather on my head. It is bad. It looks really nice. <laughs> Does it? Does it? <laughs> it's beautiful. It is so awful, Cody. <laughs> I, like, like, like I said, when he shut the light off, I just thought it was a shadow for the longest time. <laughs> nope, it is pretty obvious. <laughs> it's very obvious now. <laughs> milky white, milky white, pain. But yeah, uh, it was... Do not recommend. For all the fine yeah. listeners at home, wear your fucking sunscreen. Eat um, hot dogs too to fuck Peter King over. Uh, yeah, I guess also the, I guess staying in the NFL vein, the Washington R words are, I think before the start of this season, if it happens, they're supposed to have a, a new mascot mm-hmm. change. Yes, I. I don't know. I, I see. Here's the thing is I don't know if I didn't see if it was supposed to be before the season or if they were just like, fuck, we got to change that. <laughs> their, their owner was like, yeah, no, we'll consider it. So he said that before and never, nothing changed. So we'll see. But Nike, Nike took all uh, Washington uh, football, whatever their name is, uh, off, uh, off their website. So you cannot buy any Washington football team uh, gear. I'll fucking say it. Redskins. Oh my gosh, he did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. For all our young listeners, close your ears when I say that word again. Do you Do you guys have any uh, like ideas of what they should change it to? I thought uh, Washington Orange Skins, and then maybe Ooh. just be like the silhouette of Trump on the side of the helmet. Well, so there's like three minority <laughs> owners who are trying to sell their stakes. So I know a guy who might want to buy that. Is it me? No, it's Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> or Jeff Bezos. Ooh, Dude, Jeff, Jeff Bezos could buy every team. Dude, that'd be a sick flex. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Madden with like himself. Dance boys. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess everybody knows like Dan Snyder to not be um, the greatest guy, the best owner. Hawk um, soccer. So – but I didn't realize that he was he was just the majority owner, you know. Um, I didn't yeah, realize I that there was like three all. others. Yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. thought, I thought it was just him. Yeah, all three owners are trying to sell their stakes and no one's buying it. Like And, like, people will cut off their arms to try to buy NFL stock nowadays and no one wants part of the Washington Redskins. How, fu- how fucking bad do those other owners have to be that Daniel Snyder is the face of their franchise? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, they must fucking – one of them might be Hitler. Like there's there's no other, like they're those guys have to suck, and even they are just like fuck. I think if um, I mean obviously, it's it's not the best time to buy a giant sports franchise when there's not a lot of sports being played. But if Dan Snyder will sell out 
and somebody could come in there buy it up and then rebrand it like that's that's essential i mean it sucks because you might lose some like shitty fans yeah, shitty fan fans. Base. Yeah. um but yeah i mean it's almost like uh, uh what what the hell do you call it the the or the fuck the, the teams the uh when they expand expansion teams it's almost expansion like it's, it's almost like coming in at like uh Brand know, new with, with yeah, without an expansion team, but it's like you can build a new fan base, you can rebrand and buy it, you know. And essentially, if they're playing sports and they're filling out the stadium, they're making um, and, money. They, and they get rid of Dan Snyder, it's like a it's like a license to print money, essentially. Mm-hmm. If COVID permitting, they, they'll let fans, uh, you know, into the stands and shit. The Redskins are worth 3.4 billion and are the seventh most valuable franchise in the NFL. What, yeah, who the fuck is cheering for the Redskins? Uh, our words. Our words. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little amped up. Yeah. <laughs> For all the people at home, I wouldn't allow Taylor into the TNT Dojo studio. I made him record in the dining room. <laughs> it's a sad place out here. But um, that's fucking bizarre. I've never seen anyone in like, real life wearing a Washington R words jersey. I can't. Yeah, think I, I can't think of one. For, oh, my social studies teacher in fifth grade. Only guy I know. Was he doing it as a fan, or was he just being like, "This is what we're studying this week"? <laughs> Ooh, I'm not, I I didn't think of that. That actually could have. <laughs> <No. laughs> I wish you guys could see the looks Cody just gives me when I say shit like that. <laughs> but it's a known fact that you study Native Americans in fifth grade. I studied the Iroquois tribe. I built a longhouse out of gym shorts and sticks. <laughs> As a diorama. Diorama? Whatever. Everyone knows what you study in fifth grade. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> until, uh, they, until they play this episode back when we're famous. And they're just like, canceled. Canceled. <laughs> uh, I guess it's not like huge, huge news. But uh, after Cleveland, um, when they picked up Cooper, uh, Njoku is now requesting a trade. Which I think if Njoku is healthy... He's better than Cooper. Very true. I was very confused by it because Kevin Stefanski like likes to run a two tight end offense. And why wouldn't you want to be? Oh yeah, because you're the Browns. Never mind. Makes sense. <laughs> Get out of there. Go somewhere safe. Go somewhere fun. Go to maybe Kansas to, City. Maybe to some someone that uh, you know has had a majority of his his success with uh, two tight end sets. Um, you know, maybe he just made a giant move. Um, just brought an, uh, another well-noted uh, tight end out of retirement to come play, you know, line up opposite him. And maybe Cam Newton? people. Oh. And Roethlisberger. <laughs> Ooh, Benny boy. Uh, like, Njoku, but, like, I feel like Njoku's never really lived up to the hype, if that makes sense. Well, unfortunately, um, when Which... you're working <laughs> under Hugh Jackson – um and then and then freddie kitchens um yeah and then you get hurt a little bit i had five quarterbacks there and i I will say that uh uh i like baker mayfield as a person but i would say that he's probably not the best quarterback in the league Uh, i think uh i don't think that's a hot take um so yeah i don't know we'll see because he just he just requested the trade. I mean, it doesn't mean that it has happened, but you know, if you make a big enough waves, plus if he's already been vocal about wanting a trade, that's um, 
It's not gonna be great in the locker. Yeah, it's hard. Imagine. It's hard to come back to your. It's hard to come back to your teammates after you've been like, "Fuck that, I want out," and then just being like, "Hey guys, uh, ready to play some sports?" Didn't uh, Duke Johnson Jr. do that last year with the Browns because they brought in uh, Kareem Hunt and he asked for a trade? I think he went to the Texans. That is that. Check oh, and, I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't want to go to the Texans. And Baker Mayfield like called him out, like, "Bro, you're asking for a trade. Get just get out of here. We don't even want you." Baker Mayfield, bud, you should quit getting rid of weapons. <laughs> Duke Johnson Jr. went to the playoffs. Baker Mayfield went home, and probably did a bunch of cocaine, and he got fast and wore a funny hat. <laughs> yeah, first of all, that was the other Browns quarterback, Johnny Manziel. And... <laughs> the same. Johnny, well, they're not <laughs> Johnny Football. Don't you fucking do this. <laughs> Don't you goddamn do this. Uh, but with the Washington R-words changing their name, that brought up that the Notre Dame Fighting Irish should change their name. And I want to say it on the podcast, if they're not the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, I'm going to do something dramatic. Like, be. Like, I might be on national news. I might. I'll chain myself outside of the stadium. Because I don't know, Shamrock sounds like a great name. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there is the Notre Dame Shamrocks. What are we, a WNBA team? We're I believe a... you're a shake at McDonald's. Yeah, that's that's not even flavored like anything. It's just vanilla dyed green. Shamrock shake's silly. <laughs> you're silly. It's like There's... as silly as people going to McDonald's and ordering a filet fish. Oh. Some have you ever had like a filet fish? I've yeah. never had a filet fish. I know some people that go to McDonald's and specifically get a filet fish. Ooh. <laughs> are, they, are they in jail now? <laughs> like it, no, no, no. Like, I, like, it's a thing. Like, I've met like tons of people who are like, yeah, I'm going to McDonald's. Like, oh, what'd you get? A couple Big Macs, maybe a couple McChicks, maybe a couple McDoves, maybe maybe some Nuggies. Oh, uh, no, just, uh, just a couple McFishes. I was like, what? <laughs> That's, That's fucking just... My wife actually disgusting. eats uh, filet fishes too. And it's very oh, strange. No. Very, very strange. Do you make? I would make her eat them outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to eat trash, you eat all by the raccoons. Well, because you I eat mean, by the garbage. You know that, like, the the processed food that goes into like a hamburger or something that's like you know typically scraps and bottom of the barrel like meat, like not high retail cuts. So, so think think of the bottom of the barrel just fish. Fish. Just it's just leftover shitty fish. Gills. Yeah, and then you're putting oh. that in your mouth. With tartar sauce. Oh. Yeah. Taco meat oh. burritos. Not in this house. And not in the TNT dojo. We wouldn't allow that. I was going to say, you bring a filet fish to our, the dojo. You slap right out of your hand. Slap it right out of your mouth. <laughs> you won't make it in the door. I can't smell very many things, but I feel like I can recognize a filet fish from 15 yards. I just don't. I, I don't. The whole fast food fish thing in general just seems very strange to me. Like, I don't know how Long John Silver's has been a thing because fast food is, fish just seems. Is Long John idea. Silver's even in business? Seems fishy to me. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo. This is where if we had a soundboard, I just would have hit boo right there. You guys could have just I, cut me out completely and just go. I would have done the drum thing. <laughs> I does, is the Long John Silver still in Sioux Falls? I don't know. I don't know. I, Last I know, like they're like Long John Silver's 
would have like half of the restaurant and then like KFC would have like the other half sometimes. Ooh, buddy, I'm kind of in now. The nearest one is in Algona, Iowa to us. Not fucking going there. I don't even think that's a real place. More like Al uh, never going to be there, Iowa. (laughs) If he gets to do fishy, I get to do that. Some good jokes. Some solid, (laughs) solid jokes. Um... Uh, I want to say, have you ever seen the combination like Taco Bell Pizza Hut KFC? That's the fat man's dream. That uh, I actually, no. I think, no, no. I've seen. Like, no, I have actually never seen it. That, I've seen the like, gas stations sometimes that have like Pizza Hut subways. <laughs> yes. What What is the, the, dream? On the way to North? On the one on like the Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Exit, the North yep. Coast, North Dakota. You know, that's the one. What is the dream combo for those type of restaurants? Mm, Taco Bell Dairy Queen. Ooh, that is a good one. Just get some Couple. cheese balls and crunchy chicken meat and chip burrito. Ooh, and a chalky shake. Ooh, that sounds that sounds like my tummy started to rumble yeah. like rumble in pain. But. I was gonna get one, but you beat it, so no 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 no, Taylor. We're an inclusive podcast. Go ahead and say your dumb idea. Um, maybe like a Chick Fil A, and then cold stone creamery. Listen, I don't hate it. It's just I haven't good. had enough Chick Fil A to really stay behind. Yeah, I, just, time, I like. Every time I've gone there, I've had a good experience, and the people are always really, really polite. They're too nice. friendly, though. Yes, I I like my uh, on Sunday. Sunday, I was a little bit. I was a little bit hungover. I might have had sun poisoning. I went to Dairy Queen to get a crispy chicky sangi and a chocolate shake because that was all that was going to bring me nutrients for the day. And I pull up there and the guy who is like the drive through guy was a high school classmate of mine. <laughs> and he was like, oh, hey, Tyler, how's it going? And I was like, fuck, dude, like any other day but today. <laughs> and he was like, have a good fourth. I see you have all your fingers. <laughs> and I was just like, God damn it, please. And I mean, having to make small talk when you're just dying on the inside is one of those things like, sick, dude. Uh, Yep, yep. I did get a chocolate shake and a chicken sandwich. And yeah, so that was a fun experience. I would recommend it to everyone. How was it? How was the chocolate shake? Was it good? Chocolate shake. I went chocolate shake, no whip. And uh, it was delicious. It was delicious. I drank it all, which is not very normal of me. No whipped cream, you said? No whipped cream. You can't come out there a little bit. I don't know what's going oh, on. I thought I had a stroke. <laughs> I was like, what happened there? Did I, did I die? You just like froze for a hot minute. That's all right. Oh, sorry. I won't, uh, I won't draw a lot of attention to it. <laughs> Cody, what would be uh, your ideal fast food? Hmm. Maybe like uh shit, I don't know. I like Big Mac. Actually, well, I had a Big Mac when I was coming back from uh, uh, Nebraska, and it actually wasn't very good. But I do like a Big Mac from time to time. So, like, Big Mac with something. I don't know. Big Mac and – I don't know. Burger King. Yep. <laughs> big Mac and then Big King. Big, yeah, big Mac and a Whopper. A couple rodeo cheeseburgers. For oh, dessert. yeah. Fuck yeah. Rodeo cheeseburgers are where it's at. If you don't know what a rodeo cheeseburger is – it's a secret item that they usually don't advertise on the menu. 
And one time a, a gal told me that they don't have them and we almost rioted, but uh, no, I shouldn't say riot. That's a little touchy. So, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, rodeo cheeseburger, just a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and onion rings. Um, when I say just a cheeseburger, it's so much more. It's so much more. It's so much more. I've personally wrecked many rodeo cheeseburgers in my day. And my father is a fucking rodeo cheeseburger fiend. He go if he if I'm with him and he goes to Burger King, he gets like four of them, and he goes extra barbecue sauce, double cheese on them. He fucking classes them up. That's respectable. Four is a good number. <laughs> it's just enough. Yeah. Also, also I want to point out my father, not a fat man by any means. He's like six foot tall and like 190 pounds, like. He's just housing those things. Uh, I guess we we didn't really talk about it, but uh, or I guess I didn't mention it in the pre in the pre show. But um, they had fireworks at Mount Rushmore for the first time, and I don't know how long. Um, yeah, it was kind of it was okay. Isn't Trump West River <laughs> isn't West River normally on fire at this time of year? Is that why they don't have? I don't know. <laughs> I think there's something about like environmental and they didn't want it. I mean, yeah. And then when it's dry, um, if you don't know anything about coniferous trees, um, they're dry and flammable. Really? So they burn. That's why uh, I think nature, um, when you have lightning strikes and it burns down the entire forest, but then it grows again stronger or something. Something about the science. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really know. Yeah. I think I saw that in Mulan. I think I think they burned a bunch of shit down, but then the trees started sprouting. That might not be Mulan. That might have been Fern Gully. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Did that not happen in Mulan? No. They shut off I, fireworks in Mulan. Yeah, they shut off fireworks. I think there was some fire and some growing in Mulan. Normally, I would yell at my intern Taylor to look this up, but I can see him. Trees don't, growing. Yep. Nope. Nothing came up. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I did four searches there. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, it asked uh, if Google asked if the guy who asked the question is an idiot. So I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, a little bit. Only an idiot with Irish pale skin wouldn't wear sunscreen in a lake. So you're not <laughs> 14 hours of direct sunlight. Uh, that picture guys- of the that picture of the blue angels like flying over Mount Rushmore was fucking baller though. I'm a sucker for a good flyby. Yeah, I saw like a few uh, shots of the crowd, and uh, there was a lot of very stereotypical uh, far right uh, individuals there. Lots of belt buckles, lots of NASCAR hats, uh, not a lot of masks. Uh, yeah, that does not surprise me. How many AR 15s? Uh, At least say, 20. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they weren't even open carrying them. Not real rednecks in my book. Yeah, it was kind of. Ooh. I just thought about that. Like, I think they said that they sold, or that there were seven or like seventy five hundred seats, and they like fil- filled them all. But those guys were there for like hours, like hours, sitting in the sun. There's and like that little amphitheater, the little steps or whatever that you can sit. Yeah. Like, there's there's no shade there. Like that is just you just sitting in the sun for hours. Ooh. Like I don't know. That type of commitment to go there, I mean, I'll watch it on TV. 
and we did watch <laughs> it. And it was it was okay. They didn't even shoot off fireworks till like almost midnight. Well, eleven Ooh. o'clock their time. Yeah. Was Trump was uh was Trump there when they shot mm-hmm. the fireworks off? Mm-hmm. He gave a speech and everything. Him and the fam. Him and Melania and his whatever his daughter's name is. I don't know. Something. Ivanka. Did they did yeah. they bring their little tiny son that they hide from sunlight? Uh, I think his name's Baron. I don't remember seeing uh, him. Donald Trump Jr. His girlfriend did test positive for the COVID. Gross. Yeah. Not so no one had to get though. flown out to uh, uh, to Washington D.C. to get tested because she hugged President Trump at one point Ooh. or something like that. But she tested negative, so. Trump's no definitely had it already, right? Wasn't that the big conspiracy? So. I bet he has. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, just to bring this back to the Washington R words conversation because this kind of reminded me of it. You know, have you ever seen the movie The Replacements with Keanu Reeves? Yes. Were they the Washington Generals in that? Seminoles. Seminoles. No. I think it was Generals. Seminoles. Replacements team. I think Florida State, that's Seminoles. Uh, Sentinels. Yep. Sentinels. Close enough. I think we both might have been right. Generals, generals <laughs> just, and Seminoles. Turns into, combine them. Yeah, it turns into Sentinels. Honestly, Washington, Gen- Washington Generals, that's not a bad name. Is that who the Globetrotters play? <laughs> I think that is who they play, like destroy every time. Fuck. I thought I had a good idea. Washington tanks? I think with the... Uh, what the uh, fuck's a Sentinel? I don't know. Will you guys both quit looking at your computers and fucking look at me? We, uh, we don't do facts on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I don't know what a Sentinel is. Sentinel. Did, what? Sentinel verb? No. Sentinel are fictional variety of mutant hunting robots appearing in American comic books. Public, I think my search thing might be wrong because mine just showed up X Men people. <laughs> were they from those are the those are the uh, bad guys from X Men Days of Future Past? A guardian, yeah. a guardian, a keeper, a lookout, a minder, a warden, what? a watcher, a watchman. I like uh, my idea of Washington being the giant robots from X Men shooting lasers. Yes, I'm actually kind of for that one. A lone sentinel kept watch over the fort. That's, that's, fuck it. Just take, just take everything from the Keanu Reeves movie. Just be the fucking Washington Sentinels. Boom. Bring back the strippers as the cheerleaders. Hell yeah. And sumo wrestlers on the offensive line. We just fixed the R words. (laughs) R words fixed. They're going to hit the market at, at, they're going to be, uh, a high ask now. So. I can't wait till they do that and uh, they just immediately just lose all their value. They go from $3.4 billion to like $85. <laughs> just like, fuck, we thought we did it. Uh, you guys want to talk uh, some UFC 251? Hell yeah, Fight Island, baby. That's why we brought her onto the show. Yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm a- I have not been so excited for a UFC fight night since uh, McGregor fought Cowboy. This is very true. The, and that, the, like five years ago. The ex- yeah, it was four months ago, but in 2020, that might as well have been last decade. 
the uh, the Masvidal the Masvidal hype in the TNT dojo has been building very very quickly. There might have been some documentaries watched last night. He's very very entertaining. So no, you go, Cody. Uh, uh, question. So he took this. Uh, or Masvidal took this on like a week's notice, right? Or like uh, yeah, yeah. Short, very short notice. What, I think yeah. Wasn't Kobe Covington like it was Kobe Covington and Masvidal were both saying that they would take the fight, but then Kobe Covington obviously didn't mean what he said. So uh, Gilbert Burns actually was going to fight and he tested positive for coronavirus. Gilbert Burns uh, uh, beat Tyrone Woodley on May 30th on that ESPN fight night for free. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, uh, Burns Burns actually should have fought him because Burns is really good at jiu-jitsu. It would have been a great matchup against Usman. But this this was supposed to be the fight of 2020. Like everyone wanted Masvidal versus Usman, and it just wasn't going to happen because Masvidal was super vocal about his contract disputes with Dana White, and Dana White's like, "Yeah, we're going to blackball you." So, ooh ooh, tail of the tape, tail of the tape versus Usman versus Masvidal. Kamara Usman? My favorite part of UFC is mispronouncing everyone's names. Kamara Usman, six foot tall, 170 pounds, 76 inch reach. He fights, he, his stance is switch, and he is 16 and 1. Jorge Masvidal is five foot 11, 170 pounds, 74 inch reach. His stance is orthodox. He's 35 and 13. And will murder people. And yeah, is. Just fantastic nicknames. I don't know if you guys saw this stat, but he has the second most fights ever with like 48 fights before getting a title shot. He's been in the UFC for 17 years. Um, he also holds the record for fastest knockout in five seconds over Ben Askren. Do you remember that fight? I need him in the when head. He, we just need him right in the face. Ben Askren point. went for the takedown and caught a knee. <laughs> and, and then just, retired. And then, <laughs> and then Masvidal threw like five more punches. Yeah, like you would totally Ben Askren. I just remember him being completely rigid, being like he got knocked out that hard, and Jorge Masvidal just dropping hammers like from the moon on his face. I think even the ref was just like, "Fuck!" I can't believe that. Um, I forgot that Burns was like the number one contender. Yeah, that was kind of controversial because, I mean, all he did was beat Woodley, which is very impressive. But he hadn't really earned anything. I mean, he's 19 and uh, 3, which is very good. But he just didn't seem like he's been in the UFC or had enough big fights to really, like, have him be the number one contender over Covington or Masvidal. Masvidal was 2019 Fighter of the Year, uh, had performance of the year with that knockout over Ben Askren, so... It was He's kind also of the baddest, bad, baddest motherfucker. As yep, well. baddest motherfucker belt given to him by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so it is legally binding that he's the yeah. baddest motherfucker. Yeah. As much as Cody wants to slander Dwayne the Rock Johnson, there will be none. <laughs> no, there will not. All right, you can it's, have one only, be, only because I made that one tiny Asian noise. Uh, is it Gilbert's Gilbert's brother, like Herbert? Or, yeah, Herbert Burns, Gilbert's younger brother. I was trying to see what weight class he's in because he fought. He fought on an undercard not too long ago. Oh, yeah, we we talked about that because he didn't. Mm-hmm. He fought. The, he fought that same undercard. I thought. Really? Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. The the 
ESPN website is so hard to fucking navigate. It's almost upsetting. The UFC website's not much better. Yeah, it blows my mind that they don't like. I can't just click on specific fight cards and just see who fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sucks for because like I like the the Gilbert Burns um, like his story and everything. Um, yeah, because they're the yeah him and his brother are the ones that like their dad like their dad owned like a shop and had the geese in the back. Yeah, the customer had geese and they were playing with them when they were little kids, and then he traded. Uh, for working on the vehicle karate um, lessons for uh, jujitsu yeah no burns is a badass and he's a master of brazilian jujitsu i believe he's a black belt but uh he'll he'll probably fight leon edwards to kind of decide who's the number one contender is after this whole mazadol fight and mazadol taking this on a one week notice isn't like that big of a surprise because like back in the day he was like waiting in line for a McDonald's cheeseburger and Kimbo Slice called him. It's like, Hey, do you want to make 500 quick bucks and beat some dude's ass on YouTube? So he's ready to take fights at any time. He's game bread. Street Jesus. RIP Kimbo. All right. Yes. RIP Kimbo. Uh, yeah. We, Taylor, Taylor bought like this, uh, like Masvidal documentary and we watched like four episodes of it last night. Jorge Masvidal is a fucking psychopath and I love him. Like, he legit – him. they, like, played the clip of – also, Usman and Masvidal fucking hate each other. Like, legit, not like – not like Conor McGregor, like, talks his shit, and then after the fight's like, oh, he's a good – I can't do Irish, sorry. <laughs> like, he's a good fighter. Like, I respect him. Top of the morning. <laughs> Shannon! <laughs> Say you like my hat, Shannon. Say you like my hat, Shannon. <laughs> but uh, – like no, there's they they played a clip of like Usman and Jorge Masvidal like the Super Bowl when it was in Miami, because Masvidal's from Miami, correct, Taylor? Yep, yep, from Miami. He was homeless so, on the streets for a while. Who hasn't? But uh, there was, uh, like they like found each other at, like Radio Row, and Masvidal was talking that noise, like he literally even did like the finger like finger gun at him and was like bang, and I was like holy shit. And yeah, he was like, "No, I'm just gonna kill him." Yeah, Masvidal can't be in the same room as him because he'll he'll just chirp at him all the time. Like he'll blow kisses and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna kick your ass. Uh, I'll see you whenever I get this fight in." It's 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 a Yes, I mean um, Usman, Usman's a great fighter. I mean, I'm a huge Jorge guy, but Usman's a great fighter. I mean, uh, he was a D2 wrestler champion one time at Nebraska Kearney, so that's pretty great, right? That makes him awesome. He was on uh, Ultimate Fighter 21, so all the best fighters come from you know reality TV shows. So uh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's a, he's uh, he's awesome. Whoa, Roy Big Country Nelson came out of there. <laughs> he was an all-time great. Yeah, the best blind overhand right. <laughs> <laughs> the best beer gut in shape guy I've ever seen. And like up until recently, with uh, like I don't know, like Connor being an asshole or uh, John Jones, like just fucking up constantly. Roy Nelson was uh, like Dana White's, like the guy that Dana White hated the most for like the <laughs> longest time. It was pretty magical. I was say, I, I don't even think that Dana hates Connor. I think he just knows it's in the game. I legit think he hates John Jones. Like, I, no just, doubt. He's just like, God damn it. As I'm wearing my John Jones shirt right now, Dana White hates John Jones. But that's also because John Jones has like, 
given like given away every opportunity to be the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Well, I, yeah, I saw an interview when and Dana White was like legitimate. He's like, yeah, he's like John Jones is is the is the greatest you know of all time, pretty much. You know, like he and he had he not fucked up, it wouldn't even be a question that he he would be the greatest you know fighter. Uh, you know, in the history of the UFC with his title defenses and, you know, fight of the nights, prizes, you know, just he's been great for so long, but he just can't stop fucking up. Just loves drunk driving and drugs. Shooting guns. And shooting guns. Eh, well, honestly, that's like the redneck power trio right there. He, he actually, speaking of redneck power trio, he actually just picked up bow hunting and he's really good at bow hunting. Holy shit. John Jones is a psychopath. No, but this 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 Masvidal Usman fight is it's gonna be. I hate beginning excited for fights like this because they normally always let people down. I just don't I don't see Jorge Masvidal letting us down. This is gonna go five rounds. The only way it doesn't is because it's being fought outside and it's 103 degrees outside in Abu Dhabi. That's gonna suck. But other than that, this is gonna this should be an amazing fight that goes five rounds. They are that is that is another thing I didn't think about. They are literally fighting outside on a beach, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I knew it was like the fight island thing, but I didn't realize that it was actually gonna be outside. That's yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat. Dude, what if Goro showed up? Fuck Ooh. Goro. What? Bring in Mark Hunt and beat his ass. Mark Hunt? Mark Hunt was on the Jorge Masvidal documentary. Yeah. Yeah, Jorge Masvidal loves Mark Hunt. He also likes Steve-O, surprisingly. Yeah, he's like best friends with Steve-O. It's kind of weird. The documentary... I think I I saw, like... Yeah, I saw something, like, it must have been around, like, Jorge's camp or something that, like, Holly Holm was there. It was, like, fighting Steve-O. Oh, shit. John Jones was there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At one point during the documentary, uh, Masvidal took a meat grinder to Steve-O's ear meat to give him cauliflower ear. It was, yeah, meat tenderized. It, oh, man. It was disgusting and cringy. I had to leave because I couldn't watch it. It was gross. Steve-O's weird. He's like, yeah, he's still weird even even when he's sober, too, which is a yeah. way to commit to your, you know, commit to your shtick, I guess. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I do. I was trying to explain. I was trying to explain the meat tenderizer thing to the old boys at work today. They were just like, "Who the fuck, Stevo?" And the one, the one other guy who's like five years older than me, he was like, famous from Jackass. They're like, "What the fuck's Jackass?" I was like, "You old fucks! Like, how do you not know this?" Uh, who do you got? Uh, Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. Holloway, excuse me. I have, I have Holloway. I have, uh, yeah, I went through and I picked the entire main events because last time I did this, I think I went like five and one. So no big deal. If there's any degenerate gamblers listening, I'm obviously on a heater. So I have, I have. I, I want to take Holloway, but the fact that he said last week, he's like, yeah, I trained uh, for this fight on Zoom. Like I didn't meet with any of my coaches. I didn't do any sparring. Like, I literally just worked out through Zoom, like, doing, like, fighting and stuff with my coaches. I was like, that doesn't seem like a great tactic. I mean, 
cool on him trying to keep all of his trainers and coaches safe, but that just seems like a good way to get your ass beat. Tail of the tape, tail of the tape on Volkanovski versus Holloway. Volkanovski, 21 and 1, current belt holder. He's five foot six, 145 pounds, 71 inch reach. Whereas Max Holloway, five foot 11, 145 pounds, 69 inch reach, 21 and 5. I mean, Volkanovski has the UFC record for most landed kicks with 76 kicks in five rounds. Um, I mean, Holloway's defended that belt three times, and it was kind of a surprise he lost it to Volkanovski because the tempo was all off, and Holloway really had to attack in that last fight. Uh, Holloway should probably win it, but I just don't like how he trained for this camp with his camp. Well, fuck, I feel dumb because I took Holloway. Volkanovski, uh, all-time uh, dragon tattoo on his on his arm. Yeah, I said I'm looking at his picture right now, and it is that is that's dude that's dude at, like hot topic who you don't really want to talk to. You want to see my dragon tattoo? <laughs> no. Um, match three, I have Yan 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 Yan. I have Jan versus Aldo. Um, tail of the tape. Jan four or five foot seven, hundred and thirty-five pounds, sixty-seven inch reach, fourteen and one. Jose Aldo, five foot seven, hundred and thirty-five pounds, seventy inch reach, twenty-eight and six. Uh, for our UFC casual fans, you'll remember Jose Aldo from getting his head caved in by Conor McGregor in like thirteen seconds. It was awesome. I said the more Peter hardcore Yan. fans, you'll remember him as the guy who successfully uh, defended his belt seven times at that weight class. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fucking nerd, that's who you remember. I said Peter Yon, but his name's actually pronounced like something else, isn't it? Peter. Petra. Pet something. No. I mean, he's missing an e in I, there. I think it's. I think it's just spelt word. I'm pretty sure it's just Russian for Peter. 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 It's kind of like it's kind of like Jorge. It's- because Jorge is like, yeah, if you're uh, if you're not white, you can call me Jorge. If you're white, call me George. I still call him Jorge for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Bold of you to admit that on this podcast, Taylor. We've <laughs> we've built a long relationship with our friends of other races, and you say that on this wiped it all away. Yeah. No, that'll be an interesting fight because Aldo had to cut to one thirty-five. Uh, for this fight, and he's a little bit older, and his stamina is not as great, especially when he's in that heat. Uh, but I think I think he'll get the win. I say I have I have Peter Jan winning this fight. Something about something about being shorter and having a bigger reach, or shorter and having a bigger reach, really does it for me. And also, I love the fact that he spells his name Peter. I mean, it's kind, of a contra- it's kind of a controversial matchup because the number one and number two contenders are both available for this fight. And the only reason the belt's open is because um, Sejudo, uh, if I said that right, retired. So, Cajudo. Cajudo. Because, so, so. yeah, Marlon Moraes or uh, Alderman Sterling should have probably got the fight. Uh, but Dana said, no, this, this is who deserves it. So... So wait, that is for the interim. Uh, the it's, it just says title fight. Yeah, it's 
it, it's for the, I believe it's for the belt because the belt's open. Yeah, because oh, Cahudo shit. retired. Yep. Sahudo. Sa- yeah. Sahudo. Sahudo. Dude, Sa Sahudo. Yeah, I so guess I didn't realize that. I guess I, when I was looking at the little uh, event thing, I was just looking at things that had like the champion C boxes over it. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's a bantamweight title bout, which that title. makes sense because Sahudo retired after he he fought, Mur- um, murdered that man. I'm, I mean, Sahudo is good. Don't don't get me wrong. Like obviously, to be like a triple C or whatever, like he held the belt yeah. and then he was like a gold medalist wrestler, Olympic wrestler, whatever. Good good on him. Guy's fucking weird as hell. He's yeah, he's strange. Like his like warm up thing before the fight when he like, <laughs> like gently get those jaws ready. Have his mouth open and punch himself in the face. Yeah. Just he's a strange dude. But good on him. Yeah, so that that's three title fights out of five. That's pretty cool. I'm very, very excited. Uh, we got next fight, women's strawweight. In Andrade versus Nama Yunus. Nama Junis? Nama, Nama Yunus? Nama Wanis? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Where. Uh, I've, I've heard the name. But it's number one I, and number two. Contender. Yeah. Andrade, 5'1", 115 pounds, 62-inch reach. Nama Yunus, five foot five, hundred and fifty pounds, sixty-five inch reach. Nama Yunus looks fu- Nama Yunus looks fucking terrifying in her picture. They actually both look scary as shit. They right? look both scary. How many how many tailors do you think it would take to fight one of these girls? Uh, at least twenty. <laughs> I was gonna say like two and a half. I'd say we're I'd about say the same three. weight, so. <laughs> You are a tiny, tiny. You, congratulations! You are actually the smallest person we've ever had on the podcast. Oh, well, there we go. And you? Is that is surprising because my dad's fat. You guys have shouted him out before, John Howdy. Oh, don't slander our boy John like that. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, yeah, I shouted both him these out. both these women could kick my ass easily. I'm pretty sure they could kick my ass as well. So, I think I'm pretty sure I could get both of them. <laughs> Listen, if you guys are both going to agree and say you couldn't kick their ass, that's whatever. I'm pretty sure I could get at least one <laughs> out of ten. Who do you have winning? Ooh, I have I have Nama Junis. Nama Yunus. She, that's why I have winning it too. Yeah, she is the favorite. So, I guess that's I guess that's not technically crazy, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm I actually I went off by pictures kind of, and she looks a lot more scary. She kind of looks like the aliens from Men in Black, like the uh, the ones that are like, "Okay, what's up?" And they're always drinking coffee and ripping heats. That's what kind of what she looks like. And that frightens me. But in the women's flyweight, we have Rebus versus Paige Van Zant. Uh, Rebus, five foot three, hundred and twenty-five, sixty-six inch reach, nine and one. Page, the Karate Hottie Van Zant, five foot four, hundred and twenty-five, sixty-five inch reach, very attractive. She's gonna get her face beaded. Yeah, she's gonna get murdered. She's <laughs> gonna get murdered, murdered. She already came out and was just like, it doesn't matter if I win or lose in the UFC. She has like four million Instagram followers. Like she's famous for being hot, and she's gonna get 
hurt. But she she's is, bigger. Yeah, but she's nine and one versus eight and four, and the eight and four girl already was just like, eh. She's a heavy underdog. Yeah, a, the, it's gonna go quick. I'm gonna predict the first round knockout. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be bad for her. Uh, I hope. I mean, I hope she just makes an interesting fight because it's tough when you already before the fight. You're just like, eh, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Not the attitude you want to go in against a person who's probably like, I'm gonna fucking murder this girl. Also, maybe it's just because this picture is tiny, but uh, Rebus doesn't look ugly either. She looks. <laughs> no, no, she's she's attractive in these Google images. Good, good. I think so, all the fighters look attractive. They all look beautiful. Boys and girls. Yep. All what shapes and sizes. We're not misogynistic. Yeah. We no fine yeah. beauty no. in in all sexes. I, and genders. I'm all actually fifteen of them. <laughs> oh, you're not going to include. No, I can't even do it. I can't do it. Cody gave me the look. But uh, uh, this is actually, I will say we do that because all, I literally, before we even recorded, I am in love with Jorge Masvidal. Uh, He wears the greatest outfits I have ever seen. Today he was wearing a pink Versace robe and like eating pizza on a private plane. I, it moved, it moved hard. He is he is absolutely breathtaking in everything he does. No, Street Jesus, he has this just amazing style about him. I think Tyler and I spent like an hour yesterday looking up how much his outfits cost. Not cheap. <laughs> at least yeah. at least $800 for each t-shirt he wears. That Versace robe is probably like 10 grand a load. Yeah, it was, it was real, real upsetting because I was like, fuck, I'd wear that shirt. It's like I like Taylor looked it up. It was like Dolce and Gabbana, eight hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, I will not wear that shirt. I gotta look up Versace robes real quick. Versace robe cheap? No, 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 no. Ah, only five hundred ninety-five dollars. Reasonable. Yeah. Good God, they look luxurious though. If I just spent $595 on just a robe, could I just wear that forever? I would definitely be buried in it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd have any other clothes. Yeah, I think you'd Which, have to wear it. Wear, yeah, you'd have to wear it forever because that might kind of shoot your uh, your wardrobe budget to shit. And that, that budget's already super low. <laughs> and, ooh, I don't know. This one's... This one I found, 1500 bucks, but it is fancy. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that open for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be at work tomorrow. Like, I should go home early, and I'm going to look at that robe and be like, 12 more hours. Um, it's, I guess, sad news, but um, Khabib's dad did pass away. Um, yep. I guess – the uh, I guess early sources on it kind of knew that it was bad. Um, yes. And yeah, he I talked pass. about it on this very podcast. Yeah. So all right, got him. Yep. Uh, all you could tell he was good because all the fighters, even Connor, apologize. Like 
sent his condolences. Is that what, they, is that what yeah. they're called? Yeah, I was actually surprised Connor did that. But yeah, the whole UFC world stopped that day to pay their respects. I, and I did a little, like, I had to read a little bit more about him. That man literally, like, in, like basically, like, invented his own type of jujitsu. Uh, supposedly, if he could have, if he, since he grew up, like, when UFC was, like, UFC won, when they didn't have weight classes and, like, Royce Gracie came in and just fucking tuned everyone up with black, or with jujitsu, and everyone's like, the fuck is this? Supposedly, at the time, he wouldn't fight, fate, face Khabib's dad. Because I think he was like a black belt in Sambo and some like whatever whatever Khabib does. I'm not totally sure what it's called, but uh, supposedly like since he since it was US, the USSR at the time, they weren't Russia yet. They weren't. He wasn't allowed to come over and fight in it. So supposedly he would have whooped. His, like that was that was kind of the thing I was reading. They're just like this man would have been an all time great. I saw a picture of him. And read up a little bit about him. Dude, he had like 19 confirmed kills in like Serbia, like during like a oh, Russian civil war. <laughs> like if you're a if you're in a Russian civil war and they're just like that dude's crazy, that means you're a fucking psycho. Because those Russians do not play. Yeah. RIP to him. Um, I guess we'll see. I know that obviously Habib got into the uh, fighting. You know, obviously partly because of his father, you know, and the influence that he had on him. And I know that he was often at times kind of reeling Khabib in when he was, you know, the whole Connor thing, jumping the cage, fighting, you know, his, his uh, yeah. trainers and uh, his, his, his corner out in the crowd or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious, you know, how that'll affect um, yeah, him moving forward. Supposedly Khabib only fought for his dad. Like that was like Khabib's whole thing. Khabib, Khabib's whole thing. Like that was his big. Like he wanted to get thirty and zero for his dad. Yeah, not not looking great. Also, I mean, Khabib's just kind of he's he's hard to he's like he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't really like broadcast himself. Like he was he was pissed he wasn't on the cover of UFC four. Like that's the only thing I've ever, only time I've ever heard him mad that he was not like being pushed out there. And also, please God, don't kill me, Khabib. He would wrestle fuck me into the ground. <laughs> but yeah, big RIP and RIP and peace to him. I think it's like Andasol. Is that his name? Andasol. Andasol Numanagov. I know the name wasn't as hard to pronounce as Khabib. And. Abdulmanap Nurmagomedov. Yep, easy as hell. Yep, <laughs> simple. Especially, especially to me, a big time word nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, all right, Pete. Big. I'm sure. I'm sure the UFC on Saturday will probably do something special for him. They'll probably honor him. I mean, they honored Kobe, so I'm sure they're all, they'll honor everyone someone who actually had something Kobe. to do with. It. Yeah, everyone should have too. But I'm sure they'll honor one of the all-time great fighters' dads, who also sounded like he should have been an all-time great. Yeah, um, that's. Yeah, I think that kind of wraps up the UFC talk, huh? I, I, uh, I had like just a couple like random grab bag things, but do you, yeah, do you have any? That. You have any grab bags? Um, you want to I just, out? I just, I literally just saw this as uh, I was waiting for the Zoom to kick in. I was checking Instagram. Uh, Jude Law is going to be. 
Captain Hook in the new live action Peter Pan. I, oh. thought, that, I thought that kind of fit in with our uh, our Hook talk last week. I like Jude Law. Uh, I mean, I can see it. Jude Law needs to embrace the bald, beautiful boy look. Because Jude Law bald as hell. And with that, 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 with his face, he could pull off being bald pretty easily. Yeah, he's been holding on for a long time. That's it. yeah, yeah. Like, it, I mean, I when I knew when it was time and it came off, I knew I had a weird shaped head. But you just can't save it anymore. Gotta bring yeah. it on home. But yeah, I I think Jude Law will be good as Captain Hook. Uh, had a little had a little had a little Kanye for president, twenty twenty. Um, that I was I want I had that written down pretty heavily, because I love Kanye West. Um, albums one through five recent ones not great but uh, it kind of sounded like that might have been a publicity stunt because he has done none of the paperwork he hasn't done any work to be a president and uh, I think he might have just done that for self-promotional purposes in 2018 when he said free Yeezys to everyone who votes for me and if I get elected he had me there, but uh, yeah, I probably will not be voting for him this uh, this coming election. Yeah, I, when I when I saw that, I was like, I was like, uh, we cannot have a crazy person be the president of the United States. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess we can. I, uh, I I saw I saw a tweet that was just like, there's two people running for president. One of them is an egomaniac with a wife that's a porn star who only listens to himself, who's self-centered, narcissistic, who does like a bunch of other things. And the other one's Kanye West. And I was like, ooh, ooh. that is devastating. But Donald Trump never released Anoites and Heartbreaks. So if it came down to Kanye versus Donald Trump, I'm voting Kanye every time. Yeah, I mean, it opens the door. I mean, after Trump got elected, it kind of opens the door so you don't have to be like a lifelong politician anymore. So, yeah. yeah. That was, but that's basically all I had for grab bags. Taylor, did you prep anything? Taylor, you, got, you got anything? Uh, no, because I thought I was just doing UFC talk and then Tyler called, uh, texted me as I was pulling up with Dairy Queen in my hands like, hey, you're on the full podcast. So, unless you guys want to go through blizzards, uh which I'm pretty uh, sure you already have. Yep, 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 yep. I remember that episode. Well, episode. And uh, yeah, no, I have nothing. Um, I did, I, I wrote down uh, cargo shorts shaming because um, I've, I used to be a, a member of the cargo shorts uh, gang. Um, mm-hmm. It's very utilitarian. The extra pockets are, are nice to put things in. Um, you can typically fit a, you know, a couple 12 ounce beers uh, in the pockets. So maybe a uh, double cheeseburger, <laughs> but for some reason wearing cargo shorts is not cool anymore. No, no. All about. The tide turned on cargo shorts about five years ago. Uh, cargo shorts. If you weren't rocking like an American Eagle polo in cargo shorts during summer in like 2011, you were fucking nothing. And then, yeah, about five years ago, it's like you have, cargo shorts on and yeah i'd change the i'd change the whole wardrobe yeah i burned all mine yeah you cannot you cannot you gotta have straight khaki shorts you cannot be rocking the cargos 
if you have more than two pockets, people look at you weird now. And I, I will say, uh, shout out my buddy Spencer. I was wearing cargo shorts uh, when I was down in Mexico for his destination wedding. I believe it was the uh, the night before, or maybe two nights before the wedding. Um, your boy got a little sauced up and uh, <laughs> passed out uh, on a on a on a bed in the room that we were partying in. And uh, Spencer took it upon himself to fill all my pockets full of ice. And, uh, <laughs> When it melted and I woke up the next morning, I was embarrassed and very confused. Um, then found out that I Turns actually didn't pee myself. My <laughs> <laughs> Turned out I didn't actually pee myself at that time. Uh, <laughs> it was just ice. So, yeah. I the next time you passed out, you're like, I hope no one fills my pants with ice. <laughs> so I just don't have any reason to blame it on anything. But yeah, can't. But ooh man, 2010, the look you had loose. Loose fitting cargo shorts from American Eagle that were just past your knees. They were fucking bunched up. You had a white, like, uh, not braided belt, but like, you know what kind of belts I'm talking about where you just pull through? Yeah. One of those. Football belt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah football football belt that was white. You had an American Eagle polo. I'm going to go with maroon in this case because I definitely wore this exact outfit. You might have had you might have had a necklace on. Some pooks. You might have had some puka shells on, and you might have just looked like the biggest douchebag in the world. But fuck, you felt good, dude. Maybe a visor upside down. No, maybe. Oh. <laughs> that might have been a little. That might have been like two thousand seven ish. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I... maybe a puka shell necklace. Maybe like a braided leather one from American Eagle that had like a shamrock on it, because you loved your Irish boys. I'm definitely not describing what I wore. <laughs> <laughs> I did some quick internet research on celebrities who still wear cargo shorts. Adam Sandler still rocks them on vacation. There's a photo of him in 2019 just uh, chilling next to a door wearing some cargo shorts. So keeping yeah. it alive, Adam. Yeah. you. If Adam Sandler's wearing the same clothes as you are, you got to reevaluate. Because <laughs> Adam Sandler's like a billionaire. He can wear whatever he wants. We are not billionaires. We cannot wear whatever we want. Cody might be able to because he's married and has children. So he gets like that dad credit. You know, that point where dads just, you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to wear whatever I want. Like, I don't care. That's why I like white Nike monarchs are always the, and, like new balances or jokes with dads. Like, I got my, like some cloth, like, like it's like the same as like, uh, they're like cotton, like a t shirt material, like shorts. I look like a, like a high school wrestling coach. Oh, I took my shirt into him. I don't give a rip. <laughs> yeah. My dad, my dad's got huge dad energy when it comes to clothes. My dad's just like, my dad, it'll be 110 degrees and he'll be outside and he'll have like the white button up long sleeve shirt on. And he'll have like the, like the big rimmed hat all the way around. He'll be, and he'll be like, he'll, he'll have that white long sleeve button up tucked into like, and one basketball shorts <laughs> and then you'll have like the white nike long socks on and like uh like army style boots and it's just like hey i'm comfortable it's like god damn you're <laughs> going to ace hardware right now dude you're killing me uh and all fair, yeah, fair, I, that man's been that man's been a dad my entire like he's been a dad since he was 16 that's intense Oh, Tyler's oh. dead. 
Nope, yeah, I'm back. Lost your feather for a little bit. Um, yeah, that was. I had one more thing is grab bag. Uh, dogs taking medicine is the worst. Um, I was trying to get my dog, my dog to take his uh, uh, like heartworm medicine, and uh, he would not. He would not take it. It was don't the worst. just wrap it in cheese or did, like peanut butter. My so like I have two dogs. One's a Great Pyrenees, and the other one's a German Shepherd, who's like way oversized and also obese now he's like 150 pounds no shit that's like he's legitimately 150 pounds like on the scale um and he's like like he's a german shepherd he's like a cop like he um <laughs> like we bought like these uh uh like some hemp treats with like cbd in them but they're supposed to like calm your dogs down and like pete who's like a lazy piece of shit most of the time great pyrenees he'll eat the shit out of them but like close like no, he's, no he's eating 12 at a time yeah, and Cliff will do the same thing. Like he'll, it's like he knows. Like you wrap it in cheese, he'll eat the cheese off and just spit the rest of it out. He's That's amazing. Yeah, he's like I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure you could get me to take medicine by wrapping it in cheese. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. That's what I do actually when you need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of Ambien, a couple of <laughs> Ambien, a couple craft singles. Got him, dude. It will work. It will work. When I was uh, I was a little bit tuned up on uh, Friday night, I texted my siblings at like three in the morning. I was like, do people just eat like craft singles from the fridge or is that just me? And they were just like, my sister was just like, yeah, everyone does that. And my little brother was just like, I guess I do it. Is that something? Do you guys do that? Have you ever just had a fucking piece of craft cheese? Fold it up a bunch of times, cram it in your mouth? You got to do it four times. So you have like four yeah. pieces and it's like yeah. a little four stack. Yeah. This is gonna be a shocker looking at me. No. God damn it. Oh, Taylor. Not even once? Not even I, once. I I honestly cannot remember ever just eating a thing of cheese by itself. Like a craft single thing of cheese. No. I've never lived. Dude, I've watched you eat like forty lunchables. Yeah, but those always have crackers and I mean I ate one yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Those at least have crackers. I mean it has all the, you know, the essential food groups. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you got me, you got me. <laughs> yeah. In all fairness, uh Taylor can run more than like a mile without breathing heavy. So he might be a cop too. Seems I, fair. I came home at like eleven forty seven one night. It was very dark. I was assumed everyone was asleep. I pulled up in our driveway. Taylor was just at the end of the driveway shirtless. I was like, what's up, dude? <laughs> He's like, just going for a run. I was like, gross, but okay, I respect that. Dude, he took off, and I stood there and watched him. Dude, the pace that he was running for, like, I only watched for the first block. The pace that he took off on, I don't think I could run that fast. It just has, like, a sprint. It was, he, a, light, it was a light four to five miles at 630 pace. Boo. <laughs> we don't do cardio on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is so this will be the last time I'm on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Huh? 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 Oh, back, back in my prime or when I was actually in shape, I was running like 80 to 90 miles a week. It was Jesus. awful. Yeah. I ran cross country at Dakota State and oh. I wasn't any good. But, uh, yeah, no, I destroyed my body with just mileage and mileage. So now I'm How very – far were the good kids running? Oh, like, we I, – I coach now for Dakota State, and we have an athlete 
who runs about 80 to 100 miles a week, and he's like a four-time All-American. See, I did that like two weeks in a row. He did that like a month straight. Nope. I don't even like driving that far. No, that's like, it's like, it's like 16 to 20 miles a day. I don't like thinking about that mileage. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Distance runners, crazy people. Dude, you're also tiny and frail. Are you running because someone's chasing you? I always imagine someone your size chasing me when I'm running, actually. So, yes. You wouldn't have to run that fast, would you? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you run a six. You run a six-minute mile for a mile. You're eight miles ahead of me. <laughs> Good lord. Well, we got running. We got slandering running out of the way. So I think that wraps up episode twenty-eight. All right. Uh, episode twenty-eight in the books. Shout out Taylor. Thanks for being on the cast. Thanks for being our UFC. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Don't Love you, sure. Dad. Shout out, shout out John Howie, big fan of the cast. calling you fat. Yeah, you did do that. That was rude as fuck. But uh, episode 28 <laughs> in the books, and you also talked about running a lot. That was gross. But your UFC expert, well, I mean, next time there's a UFC fight, we'll have to bring you on. For sure. Because you apparently do research and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good, uh, good five hours of my life yesterday researching that fight, those fights, so. I was going to say, I think, I don't know, I can't speak for Cody on this, but I do almost 20 minutes of research, and then I, I tell myself I'll remember facts, and then I remember half of them, and then I just say completely wrong shit, <laughs> which, <laughs> you guys try talking for an hour and 20 straight, you're going to say some wrong shit. Yeah, it'll happen. It will happen. But that's it, episode 28, hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. XOXO. Tomatoes and potatoes. Jorge Masvidal. He said that. (laughs) See you later, guys. Bye, everyone.